Come on, folks, let's give a big round of applause for our adorable doggy picture profiled as nigga J underscore P. J-P-J-N-P, J-N-P is the opposite of the very famous company, which is P-N-J. PNJ, imagine the opposite of that, and then you have JP. Hello, JP. JP, I must be honest with you. I think you're the first person I ever met with the name JP, and it's unfortunate. That the very first thing that comes up to mind, other than what I just said prior, is I think the only other time I've heard JP used in a sentence as a name, mistake me if I'm wrong, I believe the movie is Grandma's Boy, and JP was the fucking autistic loser villain in the movie. Wasn't that JP? JP, you never even seen that? That is really good. JP. Ah, that reference is so wasted. Damn you, Scuba Steve, Scuba JP. Well, and then needless to say that I, I was, there's, you could say Rico, maybe you have an idea of you've heard somebody, but JP, there's this, it's, if, it, watch the movie Grandma's Boy one day. And it'll, you'll love it. It's a fucking fascinating movie. It's one of those movies that it's like a damn, it's like losing your virginity. It's like when the first time you see it, it's like that shit, how is that fucking real? That is the most funniest thing ever. I'm sure it loses its luster over if I were to have to watch it once a day for a year. I'm sure I wouldn't laugh the same. But at the same time, it's a hell of a fucking movie that you should definitely check out. It's a staple amongst contemporary mystics, okay? It's called Grandma's. Not grandmas, grandmas, so just your grandma and then S, boy, so fucking amazing. This movie is one of those stoner staples. And I just say stoner just as a pathetic categorization, but it is profound. And it is a story of a game video. And this is back when Xbox One, just regular Xbox, the first Xbox, because this person in this main character was an Xbox game developer for the original Xbox game. And so he was a guy who was working in a facility with game designers. So this is when game designer was the job to have, like Halo 1 days. Like, oh, my God. Hey, I don't know if you're familiar with the Xbox release in America, Xbox, original Xbox, some of the famous titles, Xbox, Halo, and you had Gears of War such. But at the same time, this is when games 
Xbox Live was the very first online gaming. So Halo on Xbox Live was revolutionary. So Xbox is a big deal. This is a games were a lot more romantic than they are now, although quite profound still. So needless to say, back to the story here. The guy I quickly summarize for you is the main character game developing, and he's just working for some typical mainstream game designer company, but. On the side, he's been developing his own game, which nobody fucking knows about. He's just doing this as a home project. As many months go by, just something he doesn't, just something he's working on. And this guy JP is the owner. He's the owner of the fucking game company, but he's a fucking weirdo, fucking just small dick simp nigga. Where if he would have been cool, it was, it was like, damn, you have all the money, you should be tight. Instead, he went the opposite way with it and went like, oh no, everyone, I'm no one's like, it's almost like. I can see how a lot of people... Are. I'm really like JP in a lot of ways. I'm very weird like that. I'm very just sociopathic as fuck. All this kind of shit. So I feel that. So I don't want to talk too much shit on the character. But he's a, just a pathetic sociopathic fuck. But, you know, he's to him, he's trying to make it work. And he's the owner. He has the money. But he doesn't have what that one guy has, which is just a clear conscience. Just a good life. Just ambitions. Other Because he has his money and he's just some fucking weird psychotic kid, right? Well, anyways, his name is JP, the villain. And that is so beautiful because you have to, everyone ends up, like, you have to fucking hate him because you want to root for the good guy. Because it's like, damn, you're just, you're just hating on my shit because he ends up stealing the games, what he does. He ends up at a drunken party. JP somehow gets dragged out to this fucking grandma's boy. It was at his grandma's house. But it, this party. And while he was there, everyone was at the end of the night when everyone's bar close time at the house pretty much everyone's winding down everyone who's passed out is going to be passed out everyone who's fucking is in the middle of fucking and just the very end conclusion of that wild night where it's just like you're looking around and it just gets quiet and he notices and the fucking main character fucks around and has a chink in his armor and lets jp in on this game although he's the owner of the company he works for and he just shows him, oh, this is this game I've been working on. Nobody knows about it in the world but me. And the, the owner was like, JP said, oh, so you're saying nobody knows that you've been working on this? So no, there was no, so it's like, and it was a way better than anything that they've been working on. So JP's fucking swimely ass, slimy, slimy ass, steals it. He fucking steals the game. He takes the actual, bloop, it's just very Hollywood, he just takes the disc, and I guess he pretty much has all the programs and software, and the good guy who's been working on this, just humble guy, minding his own business, but just going through life, little wild boy, free man, gets fucked, and he, when he says, hey, that's my game, he goes, and he's like, you guys, I'm about to kill this guy, because he just stole my fucking game, and then everybody's like, well, what do you mean? We haven't heard about it. And then JP uses that against him. Like, oh, he's claiming that he's been working on this? Have any of you heard about it? No? Isn't that weird? Don't you think if you've been working on such a project, you would have at least mentioned it? And so JP was a slimy fuck, and that's what you remind me of, JP. Good shout-out to the slimy fuck, JP. JP, well, thank you. That was my long-winded way of saying hello. Hello, JP. 
very long-winded of me. But yes, now that I spoiled the whole entire movie, at least I didn't tell you what the climax is, though. But yeah, no, I loved the character JP. I'm heartbroken at how he ends up being the villain in such a pathetic way because they end up having to make him look like just a piece of shit. Like, because he was just being a lame, like trying to steal somebody else's hard-earned work and then not just completely steal it as his because he was like, this is my game. So fuck JP for that. But other than that, that nigga was cool. And he had a fucking game company. Fucking nigga wore a black trench coat. Leather. Uh, had a fucking game layer. Uh, that nigga's character was definitely me except for the part where he got caught, bitch. Tough crowd. Well, anyways, I do like JP. I think it all works out at the end, but JP was being lame in that movie. That's such a great movie. It's such an innocent movie, too, because if you think about it, it's such a beautiful little... It's such a great story. They, it was such a well-written movie. Uh, a villain, like a guy, a guy who's trying to start from home beginnings, ends up getting fucked over by a tycoon. And then it's interesting. It has nothing... I'm not going to spoil it the very end. I'll leave that one up for you, but... It's his word against his, and who do you believe? Hey, man, that's my game, or hey, that's my game. Well, prove it. Who has the game? And then I'll let I'll let you. I won't say another word. But go watch Movie Grammar's Boy, man. I truly recommend it for, for, for as a human seeking fulfillment. If JP are a human seeking fulfillment in life, this is definitely one of the good ones that will add fulfillment. So go ahead and run that. And I don't know why, I don't want to seem like a preacher, but damn. For an example, uh, oh shit. But at the end of the day, folks, for, JP, are you familiar with movies? Are you, have you, have you seen, you've seen, are you kind of one of those people who've been away just in, under a rock? Because there's another movie reference I want to make. But if you're under a rock, no need. And I mean, about, last 20 years prior okay because i haven't i don't watch movies no more i've actually have been two years without watching a single episode of tv and i have not watched a single movie in two years just i'm weird now i've been just i'm just weird not that i can't or i won't and there's plenty of movies i want to watch but i have not physically sat down and took time to to stop and put a movie on in almost two years and let me tell you I remember I used to be the guy who had the TV on in his life all growing up as a kid in middle school, elementary school. The TV would be on 24 fucking 7. At the end of the night, whenever the final TV shows would end, you'd start hearing. I would just sit there and listen to infomercial night after night because my mom would fall asleep to the TV and it was always on. So I, I understand the culture of TV. Gilmore Girls, CW, I get it, man. Dawson's Creek, baby. But at the same time, with all that being said, have you ever, the movie Grandma's Boy is comparatively profound as the movie Malibu's Most Wanted. Are you familiar? Jamie Kennedy. Malibu's Most Wanted. All right, folks. This guy's under a rock and he's in denial. Let's give him a round of applause. Denial, baby. I love denial. Denial is one of my favorite qualities of myself. Woo! All right, folks. 
JP is in denial, folks. Let's talk about that. JP, this level of denial you have. So now, what movie? Give me a movie quiz. Give me a couple movies that you think are your staples, and let's see if I'm being too aggressive in my stance. If I don't know, maybe I'm under a rock. Give me a movie name that you feel is not. I'm not saying dramatic your favorite movie. I'm just saying like I gave you two really solid examples of stoner comedies. Now. And you heard none of them? Obviously, you don't do drugs. So, give me something. What are you into, baby? Come on, give me some. Oh, my goodness, folks. The answer was One Night in Paris. What the heck? Let me Google that. (gasps) Have you seen One Night in Paris? Yeah, no, obviously. So I, ooh, you have shout out. So one night in Paris, great film. Secondly, JP, I understand. Like I said, it's been two years, and the only reason it's been that long is, and I need to finish one sentence at a time. The only reason it's been that long is because I've been on a very busy, self-empowering journey since then, and I feel like I have my mind has been in such manic obsession of priority for two, almost two years now, amidst other things that I haven't had to earn to there's been i'm traveling doing this and that like i haven't had to sit down and watch a movie i started one documentary in the great while and i was pretty much at least halfway through i'm sure almost done with it so you could say almost the whole movie which was icarus documentary on netflix which is about steroids and tour de france and shit like that which i thought was having a good time but then we ended up the my where i was at I was there just waiting for something to get done, and they were done, so I had to leave. But yeah, fucked all that woke gay shit. I'm one of those people who say obscene things simply for the fact that I am a free man, and I am free to the sense of an ignorant, imaginary, God-given right kind of free. A man who claims such a bold claim of God-given rights because I can. Now, that in itself is a bold claim for what is I and what is can. But... So I say shit like nigger, and I say shit like Epstein didn't kill himself. And I say shit like I would rape a woman if I felt like it. Okay, who cares? I say things. Simply because, not because I'm in, I, I try, I'm a, definitely an, a, a not contrarian and a nonconformist, but at the same time, I'm no pony show, no circus act, so I try to maintain a level of I'm not just saying things just to be controversial, provocative, but at the same time, I say what I really, really try to feel free in my decisions of reality. Every breath is my choice. I try to get into a really powerful state. Not saying that it matters or that it's mine in an overly pretentious way, but every breath is truly mine because it is what it is. And I think that people can get numb to the frequencies of control. So in that sense, I say things that may seem obscene, but at the same time, it's from a place of intellect. So that's my that's my little thing. But all that started from the very last thing you said was, what was the last thing you said? Oh, yeah, the woke shit. So for that being said, I'm glad I haven't jumped out at a wrong time. But I've seen so many movies in history as well. I love movies. I mean, I was raised on movies, basically. 
that's one of my things that I want to discuss in big, big detail one day on an episode or something. Because people are wondering, like, oh, who, how do you become? How do you become? One of my secrets, people don't know because they obviously you don't know my life. But little do people know that one of the things that got me through my formative years was fucking the company I felt from watching movies. And instead of sitting in a room alone, I was pretending like I was part of the conversation. And that made me start considering perspectives and doing this and doing that. And I never really discuss it. It's a very rarely discussed topic. But man, is that a fucking... Woo! That is one of my secrets of life. Like, oh my gosh. That, that shit came just in the nick, nick of time. And just to really tell you what I mean is when I was a kid growing up and I didn't have anybody to talk to and I was just sitting there just lost in reality and molding as a teenager and just isolated, dropped out of high school, I would watch DVDs specifically with audio commentaries. Now, this is before YouTube, before everything, before podcast, I would watch commentaries because I realized that it would be a hour and a half of conversation between interesting people. And sometimes they would be talking about the movie. Sure. Oh, this is when they did this. Oh, this scene. But then sometimes some of the audio commentaries had literally not a single fucking word. I don't know if that's literally figuratively not a single goddamn word to the movie. They were just like, hey, man, we got to be here for the, until the movie stops. We're here. So what's up, guys? And you know, it's just a parade of conversation. Hey, man, who knows? Talking jackass movie commentary. You have Ryan Dunn. You got to talk about fucking Johnny Knoxville. You got the rock movies commentary. I'm sitting here being raised by listening in on these conversations that sometimes they were scripted and sometimes they were lame, but sometimes they were the purest, most raw form of a peek into interesting interactions and i was addicted to i would look for any dvd with a commentary just so i could because i would be lonely and i'd be like oh my god i just need to hear our thoughts and i got interested in that shit and so that is why i love that i have a podcast because my shit is pure i my love for just blabbering on and talking about whatever the most interesting shit I can is derived from that. It's before podcast. So I'm not just a podcast bandwagon. I'm a, I need powerful thoughts in random forms by powerful entities. And that is what the podcast world is. It's just DVD audio commentaries times a thousand. That's all podcast is. It's just talking. It's there's no it's just oh you're you're gonna listen to us conversate for two fucking hours or an hour. That's what the commentaries were. So those I feel like audio commentaries on DVDs were the original podcast. And now I'm sure there's even original podcast before then. I'm sure there's radio random radio shows from that bit since the dawn of frequencies. But at the same time, as far as I don't know. There's such something, man. To this day, I would love a DVD with a commentary. I love. I, I watched Star Wars movie, the, the movie Star Wars with commentary. Just boom, commentary, commentary. So you watch. Now I got George Lucas, I believe that's his name. Some kind of famous name. Now I have and you know, blabbering, blabbering, blabbering. It's like holy fuck. 
I knew how profound that was. Oh, one of my favorites. And now, let me see if my imagination is correct here. But if I remember correctly, Jack Black. I don't know if I'm... I think there was audio commentary on a School of Rock movie. I believe... I don't know. My mind is... I don't want to be called out as a bullshitter here because that movie, I watched it every day. School of Rock is the movie I probably watched more than any movie out of just in sheer numbers-wise. I watched School of Rock every single day, at least once for a while when I was growing up. Like when I was like 13, 14, I watched School of Rock with Jack Black as the star of that. Jack Black, the actor. It's called School of Rock. I watched that movie every fucking day. Every day, start to finish. So that's why my mind believes there was a commentary. But Okay, so I believe there was a commentary, but I don't think Jack Black did it. I think it was director's commentary on that one. So I mean, somebody go fact check that. If I was right, then boom, I'm good. Because I'm trying to think. I don't think I heard Jack Black's voice in the commentary. But that was a commentary I probably heard. If I watched the movie enough times, I probably watched the commentary. But yeah, I just happened to like it. It was it was just a good little. It was a it was a feel good movie for me. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Cause that movie's fucking crazy. JP chimes in. Oh, it was the commentary good? It was really good. But what I do remember is there was a lot of special features, and Jack Black is on the special features for sure. Yeah, but Miranda Cosgrove from iCarly. You have, let's see who else. There was, it was a fucking rad movie, and those kids were, like, my age. Not, like, definitely my age when that movie was filmed. But even to this day, I think that movie holds weight. This movie is about a fucking guy who fakes being a... Steals the identity of his roommate and becomes a substitute teacher on false pretenses. And then starts a band with the fucking kids. So you have a fucking... A stranger watching your kids every day. Not only starts a band with them and then gets them into bad of the bands. And so that, in general, you couldn't make that movie today. And I only say that as a joke, but at the same time, like, holy fuck. If you think about it, what a fucking concept. Like, like, would you, like, what's a joke? Like, oh my gosh. Like, you got a guy who's a criminal watching your kids. Like, every, like, bad news, man. Like, no, fuck that guy, but he's the hero. And I loved it. And, it was just a movie I happened to, I was like, cause, okay, who am I gonna talk to when I get home? I just love that movie. It's, it's a solid chew of a digestible mental high and low. So that one, it just happened, it would just happen to be the one that we had and I liked, so I watched that movie so much. But that was just the beginning. Then I had seen movies like Deuce Bigelow and you name it, Scarface commentary on, uh, commentary, 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 I'm actually really considering doing commentaries. But I feel like it's like, oh, I'm not part of the movie, so who, like, it seems kind of cheesy. But I just love commentaries. I do have my own podcast because I just like talking as well. No, Tenacious D definitely came out before that. JP chimes in with, didn't that movie launch him? I don't know if it maybe launched him in general, but his band is older than that movie for sure. Because I believe Jack Black's been doing Tenacious D since he was a spry chicken. And he was middle-aged. He was definitely not a baby during that. So, But, no, he was definitely a Sprite Chicken. But I think uh, something tells me Tenacious D is ancient. And, yeah, that pick, the Pick of Destiny, I think, did come out before that. But at the same time, what a movie because it was such great acting from the kids. And it is a powerful movie. You had what's her name in there? Oh, I don't. I have no clue what her name is. I was out of the pits of hope seeing it. But she says the lady who played... Damn, she's a classic actress. The lady, she fucking... Oh, my gosh, John hella blanks right now, but... Anybody who sees the movie knows who the main woman 
in the movie is. She's oh, she used to play in I believe it was Adam's Family. I think she was in Adam's Family for sure. But anyways, I'm not googling shit right now, so I can't really confirm that. But you guys will know. It's good actors. But that movie in general was such an enjoyable. He did a lot of that was definitely his one of his best films. And to this day, I feel like anybody who has not watched School of Rock, School of Rock. Even the title is School of Rock. Now, I loved hip-hop and rap at the time, but I loved classic rock as well growing up in Wisconsin half parts of the time. So Led, it's, it's about rock and roll. It gets into bands like Led Zeppelin and ACDC, School of Rock, just original classic rock. Have you met up with any of the children when they grew up? Physically, No. And I know I've seen Miranda Crosgrove on a commercial recently, but no, other than that, no, I haven't heard anything from them. Jack Black definitely was the one who ran the with the most stardom, I believe. Something with the guy, the main singer of the Battle of the Bands loss scene, it was the guy who was the main, vi- not vi- the word I'm looking for is rival in the Battle of the Bands finale climactic something he's that's a guy is something he's something funny where it's like oh i had no idea so look into him as well the lead singer of that rock band who like everyone oh actually they did win they beat the oh i just ruined it for anyone well that was the other movie i didn't want to ruin which was the damn grandma's boy but yeah spoiler alert the kids lose at the end in the battle of the bands thing again and the people who won i guess the main singer the main guitarist guy that like pompous kind of guy he was somebody outside of the movie that was pretty recognizable. He was in the, JP it chimes in. He was in the music video for Bon Jovi song. It's my life. It's JSP. And I'm not going to JMP. I don't want to JMP. It's JP. JP, thank you for joining today. Literally, did I know this was actually gonna be an episode? I'm gonna go ahead since I've been rambling so clearly without any dead air. I'm gonna go ahead and upload this later as an episode. I, this will be Rico Rock's Social Suicide episode 23. So you're, well, that's why I'm making references to you. These are my way of shouting you out. But I do thank you for the time you've spent here in this live show today. I don't do short shows, but I feel like this one is reaching a time which is respectable to make an episode. You're actually in the episode that sparked my return recently, as my episode 22 was a long-awaited drop. Yeah, so that was cool. I was so, so, I was like eight months of people waiting just because I, there's this project I have in mind where it's like a Rico Rocks highlight reel of all my, but I've lost every phone and every SD card and every, like, just all the, there's so much shit I have to dig up. It's going to take time for me to get all the files. But I had such an accumulation of epic shit. I was like, oh, I'm going to make a highlight thing, just a Rico Rocks tribute video. But that might take me a hundred years. I might do that on my deathbed. But one day I would still love to do it. But I had to go carry on because it was like a big thing. Like, I can't release episodes. Uh, I can't. Da, 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 da. And I was feeling so restricted. And finally, I was like, you know what? This is episode 22. As you heard, 
So yeah, anybody who has not heard, this is Rico Rocks, R-O-X-X, Rico R-O-X-X here being hosted on my main live platform doing a live show on Podbean.com, Podbean app on Apple and Google Play Store. I'm also on Spotify. I never can remember if it's Spotify or Spotify, but I think it's Spotify. If I'm not mistaken, though, I don't know what is up with that one. I don't know if it's going to be Spotify or Spotify. So, well, yeah, I don't know. Spotify, Spotify, I don't know. But I'm on Spotify. Rico Rocks Social Suicide Podcast is the name. Rico Rocks, R-O-X-X, Social Suicide, R-R-S-S. My site, RicoRocks.com, is available as well, although it is under construction. For a very short time, it'll be back up soon. It needs to be updated. And I just want to give a big Rico Rocks Social Suicide episode shout-out, shout-out to J.P., which stands for Just Pimpin' Baby. And he listened to my last episode, which is, means the world to me. I appreciate that, brother. My, Go ahead and feel free if you like that. I have plenty of interviews on there. As If you see any name, title with somebody else, I do really good interviews and shit. But I like the flexibility of being one of those podcasters who does both interviewed episodes and non. Because I feel like it's it's... A sign of confidence where if, oh, I only do a podcast with a host. Uh, nah, I don't need nobody, nigga. Stand on my own two, three feet. Spotify. Thank you. JP clarifies it is Spotify with a T. Spotify. And, of course, Apple Podcasts. Please leave a five-star review. I already have two five-star ratings on Apple. Let's keep me five-star. Rico rocks, baby. I am so glad to be here from you. It's been such a nice talk talking about commentaries with JP today. That's something I'm... I want to get into really in detail, but I feel like today was a nice chunk of it. JP was a totem of expression for me because, man, when I was growing up, I was, ah, I could just imagine a timeline in which I did not have any audio commentary DVDs. Man, holy fuck. I think if you judge decisions and personality traits from accumulation of instances and events and what things are you ha- are like wow I probably could have lived without her wow I'm holy fucking shit I'm glad I learned how to walk you know imagine a little kid imagine a baby who doesn't never learn how to walk and one day he's 45 years old just a fucking just a depressed on his deathbed paraplegic fucking chair rot fucking virgin and he'd be like, man, you know, I can recall when I was a kid and I was like, you know what? Fuck a leg. Who who needs legs? They're overrated. I'm just not going to learn how to walk. Well, one of those things for me is commentary because, woo, folks, one of the important things about that, just to get dive in a little more while we're here on episode 23, is the aspect of attention span. Because I watched the movie The Matrix. I said Star Wars. I'm watching long blockbuster films with audio commentary. So, oh, people have to get up and go pee. People would be getting fucking drunk. You know, you know fucking Hollywood stars. You have you just hear fucking drinks in the background. You hear fucking smoking it, <laughs> coughs in the back. It was just like, oh, I'm not alone. Oh, 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 oh. And then sometimes you'd get just, oh, this is very technical. Very vanilla. This scene, this camera lens. Oh, and this scene. And it's just a single director. But then sometimes you get the whole cast. You get Fantastic Four movie. Uh, with the guy who played Captain America, 
before Captain America, just the young actors, Jessica Alba, all that shit. And, and it was so profound. And I, I digress. I just want to say that's why I love podcasts, and I'm glad if anybody ever hears this, that this is why I am so conversational, because sometimes people put themselves in such a mind state of desolate insanity that, it, and it might have a flaw or two. It might have a miscalculation or two. And some people ride that flawed narrative, flawed, shout out Big Life 6135 when I say frame. He taught me the word frame. So he said prerogative. And he said, no, there's a frame and there's a pride. Put themselves in a frame of complete devotion and ignorance, which is powerful. And I use that myself. I believe Rico Rocks is a fucking superhuman. Oh, my shit is profound, blah, 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 blah. But I'll be damned if I wasn't inspired by a bunch of random fucking minds. And I soaked it up and I still do. I still yearn for a fucking intelligent mind. I still yearn for just some raw conversation. Unfiltered, unscripted, nigger conversation. Yes, I'm in public. So JP, man, I want to give a big shout out once again. You are number one, baby. And thank you for listening. This is Rico Rocks. Other than that, everything's going good. I'm going to go ahead and bounce. So stay positive and free your mind and listen to my podcast and listen to... Go look for all your DVDs. Go find DVDs at your mom's house. If you have not heard DVD commentaries, I just gave you a fucking secret of life. You want to know how Rico Rocks is so epic? It's because maybe I took time out of my day to listen to some interesting people and not saying because oh they're more interesting than me but maybe they are maybe these people who have survived ups and downs already maybe there's something to be said about listening to their vibrations listening to their i guess you would say essence or style so go fucking tell all your friends about rico rock social suicide podcast free your mind free your mind free your mind social suicide episode 23 free your mind free your mind free your mind bye jp for your mind, boy.